Um, hey, there's a high pollen warning. Yeah, dude, my I'm like too tough for that. Really? Yeah, pollen take, doesn't affect me. Yeah, I take a 24-hour allergy med every day of my life. Um, every day, not just when it's high pollen. Nope, every day. Hey, what high pollen? Is that a mechanic in Persona Five? You tell me. I think it's like for the mementos nonsense. Yeah. Uh, there's different weather that affects how the consciousness of society is. So like high pollen, the enemies are like more pissed off and they aggro and stuff. I guess that's kind of true in real life, right? Yeah, and like rainy days. Uh, sometimes there's really nice days or like if it's super sunny, the shadows are just like sluggish and they don't want to fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm not, I'm not allergic to pollen, but I'm kind of allergic to bullshit. Oh yeah, no bullshit. Yeah, I'm allergic to it, and uh, my nose has been running all day, uh, all day. Was is that because of April I've Fools? Been, I've been sneezing. I've been sneezy. Did you get pranked, dude? I didn't get pranked this year. Did you? Yeah, I, uh, I think I skipped it entirely. Though I, so I follow like one of the discords I'm in. There's a a news channel for like all World of Warcraft news. It just like auto populates all day. So all day it's just been like filtering with bullshit news and then like one truth. Mm. But I, I can't trust them. But Blizzard's always done that. They do like little goofs every year. Like Overwatch had the, the stinky thing. Do you remember the, the smellometer or whatever? You could smell Winston no they didn't do that they yeah they did that it was marketing like a stinky apparatus for your face and it would inject tranquility into your nose i mean that sounds kind of nice yeah you could smell reinhardt's armor see that's like too obvious of an april fool's joke that wouldn't get me yeah that one is a little much it has to be a little bit believable. I think I remember the first April Fool's joke ever. Not like the first in, ever in the world, but maybe <laughs> the one that like fucked up the internet. And yeah, it was that Legend of Zelda like live action trailer. Right. And yeah. Everyone's like, "Holy moly, they're doing it!" And like, yeah, dude, it looked like Coco Melon. <laughs> Like, I was not pranked by that at all. Were you pranked by Sega's uh, April Fool's joke this year? This quote-unquote April Fool's joke? I, I kid you not. So, first off, you send me the trailer. Yeah. And the trailer, I felt, was the April Fool's joke. Mm hmm And what it turned out to be is that they actually released the dang thing. Yeah, it, it honestly made me wonder... All right, so I guess context here. Sega released a video game for April Fool's joke. Yeah. That's not what April Fool's is. Yeah, joke's on on who? <laughs> Who's yeah, the you joke just, on? <laughs> you, the, the, an April Fool's joke would be saying that you're going to release the game and then you don't release the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so it made me wonder, well, first off, it made me wonder, does Sega know what April Fool's is? Um, so I went back the past few years to see if they had done April Fool's in the past. What'd you um, find? So we'll start in 2019. 
they did release like a little like a image that said Sonic Royale. I guess like a like a battle royale joke. Like Casino Royale, James Bond. Yeah, yeah. Like a BR thing, um, which sure. is pretty funny. Um they didn't do anything for uh twenty twenty, but I guess like not a lot of people were making jokes. Not not a lot to joke about. <laughs> in April of twenty twenty. Uh so they, they skipped that year. Um in twenty twenty one Sega didn't have an April Fool's joke, but G Fuel came out with a chili dog flavored formula <laughs> for april fools yep yeah sonic's favorite yeah and that you know they tagged sega and it was like more of a collab you know yeah sure they kind of got to, they were brought in on the joke and in 2022 last year uh they teased like a chow themed bow dumpling okay more like the, more food more food yeah um which i would absolutely crush i think I bet it was cute as hell. It was cute. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So they know what April Fool's is, but uh, they, yeah, they made a video game. Did you play it? Uh, I, I did play it. So even even more context, you sent me the trailer and yeah. I, I guess like 10 seconds into it, I, I spit water all over everywhere yeah. because the trailer just opens up that and Sega I'm like, hey, we've listened to all your feedback, you know, they hit us with one of those. You asked, we listened. Sonic's mm-hmm. dead. <laughs> and he's in the Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the Peter Griffin death pose, all all tangled up. Yeah. So I, Sega just being in on the joke, and I, I one, I was convinced Sonic was dead. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it came from the horse's mouth. Yeah, they they told us and they did the Peter Griffin pose. Um Yeah. Which always takes me back to the Stardew Valley bed mods where they <laughs> can mod the grandpa into the into the pose. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, so I immediately downloaded that stuff. Um I did not play it until I started it at eleven thirty last night. Really? Yeah, and I beat the whole thing. <laughs> okay, so when'd you go to sleep? Three. Dang. Maybe so... maybe a little after two okay yeah but it took a bit to fall asleep i started reading a book in bed too <laughs> oh, okay but yeah i would say i finished up about two so it's not like a long it wasn't a long thing but honestly it was it was really good dude it was pretty good wasn't it yeah i had a lot of fun yeah do you want to explain the premise or want me to explain the premise it's um it's a whodunit I had seen on the internet like, oh, Sega made um, like an Ace Attorney Sonic game, mm-hmm. but it's more of like an Agatha Christie Sonic game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a like a Knives Out. Yeah, and it takes place on a train, which is the best setting to do one of these on. <laughs> Did you play? Um, I think it was Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door. Whoa, was that the new Paper Mario? Nah, dude. It's like the GameCube one. Oh, well, still, actually, uh, better answer, no, I've not played any Paper Mario. There's like a whole segment of that game where it turns into like a murder mystery on a train. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Yeah. And so also this came at a really good time. I've, I think I've, I realized yesterday I'm on this like murder mystery visual novel kind of kick. Mm-hmm. So... One, I, I restarted Ace Attorney, 
you know, got yeah. that on the 3DS when I could and no one else could. Um, solving murders on the 3DS is fantastic. You just like sort through with your little stylus. It's a lot easier. Um, but then also like right before playing Sonic, we watched these two movies on Netflix called Murder Mystery. The Adam Sandler one? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. They're they're pretty goofy. They're fun little whodunits. Yeah. Uh oh, and I've also been playing Paranormosite. But regardless, this Sonic thing came at a good time. Yeah. Uh I just have the itch to solve murders now, and I want more of this type of content. But the train is honestly it's like the the best entry level setting to this sort of genre you know harkens back to the murder the orient express yeah the agatha christie stuff that's that good stuff in this case it's called the mirage express that's the name of the train in the sonic game close enough which i don't know if we've said the title is the murder of sonic the hedgehog that's the that's the name of the thing yeah pretty pretty spot on I was convinced. I was convinced. And maybe the April Fool's joke is that Sonic wasn't actually murdered, or was he? That's It's hard to tell. So <laughs> the story of this game is that it's Amy's birthday. Amy is also a hedgehog, I believe. Um, is she? I, I, I think so. Might be. But it's Amy's birthday, and she wanted to throw a murder mystery party on a train. Rinse out the whole train, and you play as the conductor's little new employee helper. Which, oddly enough, I named my character Big the Cat, who <laughs> was noticeably absent from this whole game. So he was in a background still. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I missed him? <laughs> At times you can look outside of the window of this game and yeah. in one of the panels he's just like chilling on an island. Is he fishing? Uh I think so. Damn, that's like his move. All right. Well, I was big the cat. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um so, you know, everyone in typical murder mystery fashion. I don't know, have you ever done like a real life who done it murder mystery? No, I haven't. Have you? N besides playing like I don't know, does like that werewolf one night werewolf game count? Sure, but like not like an IRL like folk game. Yeah, and follow up, did you kinda wanna do one after this? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they actually they do one in Peddler's Village, so uh Nah, we should just do one with like our friends. Yeah, I don't wanna like play with strangers. But No, are you kidding me? Yeah, so everyone gets a secret roll card except for your character amy and tails tails is the detective amy's the birthday girl or yeah. uh i think the reporter is her actual role here so these mm -hmm. are people that cannot be the murderer everyone else gets one hour to mingle about the train and yeah, real, i guess real quick. things just happen there right uh what did you think of detective tails i i like detective tails no detective pikachu yeah um but i think I would help Tails out again if they continued making these. I thought Detective Tails was very cute. Yeah. I think I think if you give like a little guy a job, um, it's gonna work for me. Like um Detective Pikachu, Captain Toad. Are you kidding me? 
Yeah, Captain Toad. I like when he's like working. Meow, meow. He's like. <laughs> nope, that's um, that's Gruntilda. Sorry. Yeah, you. Yeah, I <laughs> incorrect. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's Gruntilda. <laughs> that's Yoda. Uh, I'll get it. <laughs> oh, Yoda's a little guy with a job. What's his job? He's um, he's he's the Senate. Or <laughs> I haven't seen Star Wars. You could tell me anything. Oh yeah, he uh trains luke skywalker uh he was employed he sat on like a board of of big wigs you know like mm-hmm. the corporate shill jedi he was like one of them okay yeah i believe you yeah um yeah tails i think fits this role really well tails is a smart character mm-hmm. trustworthy uh a friend to all truly uh did you recognize all these characters so vaguely i I guess we should mention you know knuckles is here shadow Mm -hmm. is here uh vector (laughs) vector so vector and the other guy i feel like uh, what's his name uh oh god espio espio i think it's espio espio I feel like I might have played their game back in the day. It's SBO. Like deep in the back of my brain. I was like, I think I know this character. Oh, yeah. They're the Team Chaotix. Yeah. Um, I recognized Rouge because of Sonic Adventure 2. And then the, the princess one. Oh, uh, Blaze the Cat. Blaze. What's Blaze from? Do you know? Uh, I know Blaze was in like the Sonic X anime stuff. Uh, they appeared in, oh yoy yoy, some of the other games, but they're like essentially the Sonic of a different world. Yeah, they kind of like oh. jump dimensions. Okay, but she has that same kind of defender role. She's she's all powerful. She got she got pyro powers. Right, right. Um, I've never seen that lizard before in my life though. Espio. That's a com- that was a chameleon. All right, sorry, I'm I'm googling the chameleon. What game was he from? Uh, first appearance looks like it was Knuckles. Knuckles Chaotix. That's the name of a video game. Uh, yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> okay. I guess Sonic Heroes. Wow, I. How do we get into Sonic games? There's like surprisingly a lot of them. Yeah, I don't know where to start. There's so many, and unfortunately, when you Google a lot of these characters, there's uh, a lot of like fan forums come up first. Like Sonic has uh, Garfield levels of fan art, and yeah. uh, deep lore that is written by the people. Yeah, it's almost been like um, like taken over, I guess. Like the the creators don't have control. Yeah, I think Sega has lost full creative control of Sonic. Yeah, um, it's essentially public domain now. Yeah, and looking at like the credits for this game, there was like a lot of people from like the social media team that were on board for like the the production and story writing of mm-hmm. it. So I think it was a lot of kind of online people that understand what the community community wants out of Sonic. Yeah, and it's killing him. It didn't feel like a top down kind of thing yeah like big sega maybe like gave it a once over (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
big Sega just like took a glance at it and was just like, yeah, okay, and just signed off on it without like really understanding. Wait, you, oh, you actually killed Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So you just you explore with Tails, and you're interviewing everyone, kind of train car by train car to f- yeah. figure out uh, holes in their story and figure out what they did in that hour that led to Sonic's death and who done it. But crucially, when you stumble upon Son- Sonic at the beginning of the game, um, he's like actually in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, your character kind of lets it go. Yeah, you're like, does is he acting or is this for real, for real? Yeah, he's like, I don't think he has a pulse, but wow, they're really into this game. It, it like really reminded me of uh, Glass Onion because like that's like that's a whodunit where there's like a murder mystery at a murder mystery party. Yes. And that's kind of what's happening here as well. Yes. Again, scratching a huge itch. Yeah. Love that. Um, yeah. So, so you kind of just leave Sonic there, assuming he's <laughs> <laughs> playing the game. Uh, and then what's the, the first car you're working through? I don't know like what kind of spoilers we want to get into here. Just sort of like the, I guess the premise of it. You do yeah. make it through the whole security car. Um, I and guess there's just a couple I want to uh, touch on, but I definitely don't want to spoil what everyone was doing. Yeah. Um, you can put up a spoiler wall if you'd like. I, I mean, it takes a couple hours to beat. Okay. So here, I guess here's some spoilers, but as you're interviewing people, you find that Shadow the Hedgehog has been locking doors behind him as he travels through the cart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you finally get to Shadow's area and you're interviewing him, yeah, you're kind of realizing all like the holes in his story, and also your character loves to check the trash can in every single cabin. Who wouldn't? Yeah, you go, there's got to be something in here. Yeah. Well, in Shadow's cabin, you finally find something in the trash can. Yeah. And it's revealed that Shadow forgot to get Amy a birthday present. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he was working on getting these like really hard to find concert tickets for her. So he was yeah. locking the door so she couldn't come and find out. What was the band name? It was it was like B related. Yeah, something something B. It's like the honeycomb something maybe. Yeah, but and he uh, pr- he printed the homepage. Yeah, because <laughs> Shadow doesn't know how to use a computer. Yeah, but he was trying so hard, and that was like the most charming bit of this game, I think. Yeah, what's like that sounds like a like a character archetype, right? Like the character who comes across as like very edgy and serious and mean. And then, like, wants to do something good, but, like, fucks it up real bad. Richie? Yeah. Shadow's a himbo. Uh, um, yeah. He's always done good. I mean, he's kind he is kind of a, he's a weird villain type. Anti-hero, maybe? Yeah, he's, he's the anti-hero. He's, like, an edgy himbo. Yeah. I think he falls into like a Venn diagram of maybe where like himbos meet. Yeah. I like if you had, here's the Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. You got Kiru Cosmo on one side, Shadow the Hedgehog on the other. In the center, it just says printing the homepage. 
yeah no they they share traits i just think like himbo has to be outwardly kind he's missing that that yeah i guess he's you know he's outwardly mean he's oh (laughs) the anti-himbo yeah that's it (laughs) (laughs) inwardly nice outwardly mean once oh, okay, and then good. the middle of the Venn diagram is dumb as bricks. <laughs> yes, yep. Mm-hmm. And there we go. Ar- arguably hot as hell. Well, anywho, I love Shadow. Sure, yeah. Whoa, that just brought back a weird memory. So, oh, I it was one of the many fast food places, but one of the Happy Meals or toy things were actual Sonic the Hedgehog little video game devices really yeah and they they had like two buttons on them and sure. i guess they were kind of like auto runners uh but i definitely i had a shadow the hedgehog one and it was incredible but they had like a That's game wild. for every character yeah they were like actual like mr game and watch style ass games but released probably in the late 90s and they had to have produced like millions of them oh, so that yeah children could get them for free with like a burger yeah eat our nasty nuggets and we'll give you a shadow the hedgehog video game i I guess like the marketing thought behind that is like well if we give them a free sonic game maybe they'll buy the one where like shadow has guns like (laughs) like they'll be invested in this series leading to future sales oh yeah if they you start them young and then they're oh i found it Really? Do you have any oh. details? Like the year, the fast food joint? 2003, McDonald's. Okay. Oh, there was a soup. Wow, listen to this cast. Yeah. Okay, so we had a Tails game, Sonic. Actually, two Sonic games. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had Shadow the Hedgehog, Knuckles, and a Super Monkey Ball. There was a Super Monkey Ball yeah game in there wait this isn't all one game right no it's six different games so you had to eat a lot of burgers to get them all yeah don't worry i'll I'll send you a little picture just so you can look at it but yeah so 2003 mini handhelds for mcdonald's but i had the shadow the hedgehog one which looking at it now it's actually a one button game but it played like kirby's air grind um james i have great news for you what I went on to ebay.com. Okay. And it looks like, I mean, I'll say what the title is here. 2003 Sonic the Hedgehog McDonald's electronic game. That has to be what you're talking about. Do you want to guess the price on that? Uh, I, I mean, I'm looking at one that's $39, 40 bucks. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah, I mean, it says $15. You could get this if you want. Mm. Oh, I think we just sent each other the same link. Oh, never mind. Uh, yeah, so I sent one that has all of them. Oh. Oh, maybe that's yeah. why it's 40 bucks. It's a better deal. Oh, I have such fond memories of this little game. I think we got it on the way going to Wildwood for like Irish weekend or something. Yeah. You know, us Philly people, we go to Jersey. I don't know. We, it sucks. But we it's go there. It's a pilgrimage. Yeah. yeah. But we got some, got some Dundies on the way and got a little game. Yeah, I miss this. 
oh, so there's something so nice and simple about a little compact game like that. I want a, a console that does one thing. And like it just comes with like your burgers and fries. You got it's like it's like dinner in a movie, but you get dinner in a game. Yeah. Oh, I that gives me warm fuzzies. I'm glad I played a Sonic the Hedgehog game last night. Yeah. Hey, this ring. So every time you find like a you kind of have a lead and you're interrogating someone, it makes you play Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, you mentioned that um they're hard as shit. <laughs> <laughs> they are hard. I think that's the only reason I had to play for as long as I did. Yeah. And then on the final run cuz one I couldn't figure out how to pause the game either. Mm-hmm. Like it just keeps on running. Like you miss a ring, you fall in a hole, it just starts up again. It's like the impossible game. You're kind of stuck in a loop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh but then I, you know, I hit probably escape maybe went to options there was mm-hmm. uh an invincibility mode oh and you can turn off the pitfalls okay so i did that on the very final one because you need like 80 rings it's pretty difficult I, I didn't see that option so i just like played it for like 15 minutes until i got it yeah <laughs> yeah um, i got i guess i got through most of them but it, they became absurd yeah uh, but they, hey, they were fun. I like collecting rings. It's like a 2D thing. Um, it makes your eyes go cross-eyed because you're running on a checkered board as well. Yeah. The isometric like view of it kind of makes it pretty difficult. I, I can't judge like distance properly when playing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this game had, I think overall, it works its way into like a pretty incredible twist incredible twist yeah like it was it was a whodunit and a whodunit at a at a murder party where someone's been murdered it's like a whodunit at a micro and a macro scale yeah incredible i took a lot of screenshots too i'll send you some for um you know if you if you you know need any episode art little yeah, peek I'd behind lo- <laughs> the curtain i've got no creative uh juices visually no, I want to see it. I took some screenshots, but I'm I'm worried that it's the the one that's too obvious, you know. So I wonder if you have like a deep cut that we can throw up there. Uh, mine are pretty funny. Like you know, I got my name tag where it says "Hello, my name is Big the Cat." Oh, I got pretty good. <laughs> I got the Sonic in the Peter Griffin pose. I mean, that might just be. Yeah, it's a little too good. Yeah, there and there's definitely um some other. There's some other like really funny shots in there, but we should note this game is like really good looking. I I mentioned it's free. It's free. (laughs) It's free. (laughs) You Um, rob Sega and and get away without uh, getting punished. You can just take this game. Yeah, the art is incredible. Yeah, the art's incredible. A lot of like flat shapes and just like really good textures. Mm -hmm. But. Is this not just the same thing as a 2003 McDonald's toy? We get a game for free, right? And like 20 minutes ago, were we not just saying like, how do we get into Sonic? Whoa. Yeah, they just introduced free Sonic with a whole cast of characters. Not unlike McDonald's, you don't know which game you were going to get with your four chicken nuggets. Yeah. 
So you go, ooh, who's this Tails character? But in 2003, I don't know how the, the internet worked, but <laughs> it was probably harder to find as much Tails fan art as you can now. Yeah, there's a lot less of it. But yeah, now we have all these characters in our head. We're Googling Sonic stuff again. And like, I have Sonic Frontiers just like... Holy moly. At my fingertips. Bridget, I wonder if I, I should try it. I forgot hmm. that a whole ass Sonic game just came out. Mm-hmm. Do you own it? How is it at your fingertips? Uh, the PlayStation Plus uh, Game Pass thing. It's not free on there, but there's a trial. Okay. And I feel like I might just download the trial. Yeah, I mean, that might give you enough to you know, run around an open world, and I'm hoping that, like, gent guitar music plays. <laughs> yeah. Mashuga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting just, choice. They contracted Mashuga to do the soundtrack. Oh, man. Sega's Sega's on to something. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying this is how they get you. I'm like 2 hours away from getting got into buying Sonic Frontiers. I might I'm going to start with maybe Oh, well, I I did play like Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Those were like actually incredible games. Um, Absolutely. And then I used to speed run Sonic, the first one. Yeah. But no, other than that, I don't know. There's like all these like lore based games and I know nothing about them. Yeah, dude, I don't I don't even know where to start. I'm just kind of fumbling through my screenshots again. But yeah, I think everyone should play the free Sonic game. It's free. It's free real estate. It's visual novel summer now. Yeah, you were you you said another name of a I'm, visual novel. I'm playing a couple right now. Yeah. Do you want to like run through that? Yeah. Again, so I already mentioned Ace Attorney. You're familiar with the first one. Um mm-hmm. but the great Ace Attorney Chronicles. I'm playing through that. That game opens up not unlike the first one, where you're trying to get to the bottom of a murder, like you're defending your best friend. Mm-hmm. In this one, you are framed for the murder so you're proving that you didn't do it ah it's a very good open um yeah but i've also been playing paranorma site can you can you break that out for me phonetically okay paranorma probably paranormal ghosts stuff okay drop the l yeah add a site add site which what i'm guessing is a play on uh you know the word sight like looking which is cool though because uh this game takes place in japan it's called paranormal sight the seven mysteries of hanjo i believe um but it's like actual sorry i got the yoda the yoda phlegm (laughs) buildup yeah it just comes out sometime yeah can't help it uh but all the like locations it's actually like a 360 camera like it almost looks like they dropped a drone like a drone in these places and took 360 footage like google um, maps yeah like google maps it like drops wow. in a google map of these places um I th- they put like an overlay over it the whole kind of game is based around you watching it play out through an old crt television so okay. when you're investigating though you can rotate a full 360 and I think that's the sight part. And that's also where a lot of the horror lies. They're very good at making you like 
turn around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the, yeah. yeah. This is this is like such a brief aside. Mm-hmm. Um I got into I started playing Kingsfield this week. The hell's and that? like the precursor Ooh. to Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. From's uh, first baby? Yeah, all, for like the PS1. And because of how slow the camera turns, um turning every corner is just so scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like there's a lot of an- anticipation in like uh, what's gonna happen around here? Yeah, that's like, um, even playing the newer Resident Evils, the first person ones, I just I have to commit to corners. I turn them so fast. Mm-hmm. I go like, you know, if the scary thing's there, it's gonna get me. Um, but like in this one, dude, sometimes you'll turn around like twice, and they get you. <laughs> <laughs> they get you on the third one. Um, but so it's the same kind of like Ace Attorney sort of concept where you're in the scene and you're able to click around and stuff but instead of just looking at a flat location looking for clues you get the full like up down spin around right kind of look and the camera angles are very cool really um, but essentially you're just you're playing as these characters and which also this is a this game was made by square enix what yeah and i'm playing it on my phone which might be the best place to play it Okay, you're like, I know I I heard on Switch, like, it's a game where you're kind of moving a cursor around with the thumbstick. But Mm. on your phone, you just put two fingers on the screen and whip that camera around. Okay. Dang. Um, Yeah. And so it's you're kind of following through a bunch of branching stories. There's these seven more or less curses that you're investigating. Um and each one has special conditions that can be met to sort of screw over other people that have curses. Mm-hmm. So you're getting to meet all these people. And as you kind of get after the initial, like, you know, act one of the story, it opens up branching timelines where you can then go back and maybe make a different choice to create a new branch. And then just that- go through making this huge web of, uh, mildly spooky character stories yeah the horror is pretty front-loaded and then it's um a little more like kind of spooky investigation right right um but i have a lot of fun playing it on my phone a little scary to play in bed but it's a good visual novel and like um every time you get new information it's very quick to tell you like hey your files have been updated and you can go and just like read through stuff nice uh, i've only Dang. had to google stuff once so far which was good yeah but i don't know like so i got this itch i don't know where like where to go from here playing these visual novels like what's next yeah like i played all the Rampas ages ago and then i've mm-hmm. sort of stayed out of the genre since those games are a little dark yeah <laughs> that's what i hear bum me out a bit yeah i think I'm, if you're look if, if you're coming to me asking, I think you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, you don't like to read, right? Or do you don't know, you don't know how to read? Uh, yeah, I don't know how to read, <laughs> which isn't something I wanted to admit here. But now that you just well, said this it, is and, an audio kind of thing, so nobody's going to be able to like prove it. Yeah, except you know we I just said it, so yeah. Hey, I just sent you this word. Can you read it for me? <laughs> 
Yeah, is it on Discord? Yeah, no, it's a joke. I didn't send you uh, any words. Yeah, sorry, I can't read this. <laughs> oh, now they know. Did Did you watch the Tears of the Kingdom trailer? Oh, or I, uh, gameplay video? I did. I was a little late to watching that, um, but I finally did, and was yeah. kind of excited again. I've sort of been like not really caring about this whole second game. It's hard because it's in the same setting, right? Yeah, it seems like a lot of the same stink. And but like maybe there won't be a giant bird floating in the sky anymore. Yeah. But the fuse mechanic, I guess, just sold all of us collectively. Dude, that kicks the game wide open. It really does. Especially because I, I don't know if this is again, I know absolutely nothing about game design. But mm-hmm. I guess they probably still played around in the same Breath of the Wild sandbox when developing it. Right. So they were stuck with all the broken weapons. Like durability is the worst part of Breath of the Wild. Well, it looks like durability is still in this game. Yeah. But, but, but. but <laughs> it, it gives you all the options in the world to just like make any weapon you yeah. dream of. Like because now it's like before weapons breaking felt like a almost like a punishment. Like, hey, here's a weapon. It's going to break. We're sorry. Mm-hmm. But yeah. now they want your weapons to break because they want you to experiment and make something new. Yeah. That's incredible. Like even a broken stick. I'm going to attach it to a full tree. I do wonder what the limits are because there's they also show you that like you can essentially make like a car or a boat. Or a mech. Nobody's confirmed a mech, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, and I wonder if I could just like throw that on a stick and make like a car weapon. I'm I'm sure I'm sure there's limitation. <laughs> as long as you have a stick, it can be a hilt for anything. I hope I can pick up one of the islands with a stick. Yeah, an eventide weapon. Yeah, and escaping caves with the uh t- tunnel through the ceiling button. Wild. That's that's pretty fun too. But yeah, I mean fuse yeah. is there. I don't really know what the story is for this one other than now there's um big islands in the sky. Yeah. Which is pretty tight. Yeah, and they they haven't shown anything about bosses or or temples or dungeons yet. But were they do you remember if they were pretty like open about the divine beasts in the marketing for Breath of the Wild? I don't recall actually. Yeah, cuz that like I remember starting that game and then just seeing the like you start out, it does the big pan around a mountain. But you can see the the floating bird divine beast in the background. Yeah. And that was just that was maybe the best opening I've seen in a game in a long time. And I didn't even finish Breath of the Wild for many years. Yeah, I'm like all re excited about this game. I mean, I, I was always going to play it, but. Yeah, I'm I'm mix. You know what? This is kind of that big statue. Uh, I'm going to call it a kink. No. <laughs> you know, we love big statues, but, you know, the Divine Beast kind of hit that that big statue nerve where it's yeah. just like all inspiring to see such a large structure in the distance. I kind of hope yeah. those are here again. Yeah. And if they aren't, it's like, oh, there's a big sky island in the distance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, boy, but I want them to be sentient. Yeah. 
I'm gonna climb inside <laughs> a big statue. Yeah. Oh, that. I mean, that's this month, right? May, I believe. May. That's yeah. okay. Are there any weapons you want to create? Like everyone saw Alnuma like scroll over the meat. Um, the yep. meat, the the meat arrow. Pass over the meat twice. Um, yeah. And then, a meat arrow would be cool. And I'm assuming that's going to be for like baiting animals, you know, like shooting meat far away so you can get close to like a dangerous boar. I love that. Yeah. Um. So obviously I'll make a meat arrow, but I'll use it exclusively as a weapon. Mm. Probably make See, a big I, hammer. I, I don't know if you know this about me, James, but I'm I'm vegan, you know? Oh. I don't really use meat. So what do you think like a banana arrow would do you'll shoot I guess the it. same thing yeah and then like a big orangutan it's yeah gonna appear on the screen because like i mean they showed attaching an eyeball to an arrow makes it like a homing thing mm-hmm. so i think a lot of these items are gonna have specific mechanics tied to like various enemies in the world so obviously yeah. banana huge orangutan that's gonna be out there Mm. you can be able to lure it with the banana arrow or like you just like pump the enemy with like potassium i wonder if you can just hold the banana like a gun yeah <laughs> it, dude it th- this honestly made me think um do you remember the gun bat i remember the gun bat yeah that was funny we, yeah we brainstormed like um this was like in high school we would draw like a <laughs> a hypothetical weapon that was like a handgun yeah with like a bat as a bayonet which i still think is funny comedically just like it's just it's a silly bayonet <laughs> yeah I, especially like in a world where weapons are uh pr- pretty damn scary it's uh funny to turn them into objects that are more or less useless <laughs> yeah yeah but I think that that really does crack open the entire case for Tears of the Kingdom. Like yeah. What what type mm-hmm. of bayonets can we attach to our weapons? Yeah. It made me think a lot. Um, I've been listening to this podcast uh, for a while now. It's like um, it's like a Souls like podcast. Um, called. Oh God, why am I blanking here? Uh, Bonfire Side Chat. Um. Shout out to those dudes. It's uh, Cole Ross and Gary Butterfield. Dude, I, I, I remember their names, but not the name of their podcast. <laughs> anyway, they, they when Sekiro came out, they, they will often compare Sekiro and Elden Ring and describe them as uh, games that are prescriptive or permissive. Like in Sekiro, like you have to play the game right in order to make it pass. It's It turns into like a rhythm game, right? There's yeah. like... You have to press the buttons at the right time in order to get past it. Um, and that, they would describe that as prescriptive. And Elden Ring is more permissive where it's like, oh, you have plenty of options to, to um, get to the other side of this thing. And like being able to attach a mushroom to a shield <laughs> uh, so that it creates like a smoke powder, like a smoky thing when you get hit so you can escape that's like the most permissive thing yeah i've seen and i guess yeah in the case of elden ring and now tears of the kingdom this sort of also fits into like my biggest life's philosophy of uh around 
Yeah. You know, when <laughs> go around. When you're met with any resistance, if you are given the choice of to go around, <laughs> always take the yeah. around. Yeah. I'm just so excited to see all the things that you can do in this game. Oh. And also like the the mech building stuff, like building cars and boats and stuff. It honestly looked like they took a look at what the community was doing through like glitches and riding boulders through the air and stuff. Oh yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Like even when they kind of doubled back and said that the balloons and cars they showed in the previous trailer were all things that Link had created. Like especially mm -hmm. the balloon stuff to just fly across Hyrule. Yeah. People have been doing that, like in Breath of the Wild. Through slapping a tree over a rock with stasis on for like <laughs> 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Or like the, someone made like a plane. Whoa. I forget how they did it though. But now you can just do it. Yeah. Now, now it's like Nintendo sanctioned planes. Yeah. It's good stuff. Wow. H have you played it? I mean, I think this is everything I played this week. Have you played anything else? Or are you looking to anything uh, for April? Now that I know Tears of the Kingdom is not this month. Yeah, I have no idea. I feel like this year was already so front loaded. Like January, February. That shit came out like real hot. Yeah. I don't know what's coming out in April. Yeah, I don't know. I have like this new. Um, so as you know, the past. Holy moly four months i've been uh you know i've been raiding with a guild on wednesdays and thursdays mm -hmm. and it's been for a long time it's been a nightmare because we lose people gain people it's insane but we finally killed the final boss of this raid this week so uh, after three or four months yeah i got the total uh count and it was 98 attempts on on the final oh boss of this thing yeah yeah so that's, i mean i just i beat my head against that usually that's like a thursday thing but uh we finally did that so now i can casually do other things on <laughs> on wednesdays and thursdays yeah we'll have to play some fighting games oh, oh uh bedman yeah i want to play strapping uh, oh when when's bedman like this week bedman question mark Oh, this week? Excellent. Bedman? Bedman, you yeah. say? We'll play some Strive. Yeah, I'll play some Strive. Um, we've also had like a couple of us had an urge to play the Diablo shit again because we played the Diablo 4 beta last week. Mm -hmm. Hot as hell. That's all I have to say about it. It was good. Yeah, I believe you. Fuck Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Lizard, hot as hell. Um, shit, man. That's all I got. Yeah, that's it. Let's see, I can I can play something real quick and tell you if it's any good. Real quick? Yeah, real quick. Let me uh let me turn my switch on. Um, Are you just gonna like beat Dragon Quest eleven real quick? <laughs> Dude, I still haven't walked to the tree. I just gotta walk to the tree. That's that's the quest I got. That's the part I want you to just do and then continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I'm gonna leave I'll do it now. Okay. I'm not going to do it on yeah. the podcast. Just walk to the Erdtree real quick. Because this world's a little big. I said Erdtree, but I meant Yggdrasil. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, is, is that what the big tree is? The Erd tree? And then they have the minor Erd trees. Hmm. That's like the Elden Ring thing, right? Yeah. Dude, very cool. That's cool stuff. Well. Well. I'm glad Sonic's dead. Finally. <laughs> All right, where uh, <laughs> where uh, where's our channel? GGA Podcast YouTube. Um, you can search GGA Advance anywhere you listen to podcasts. The thing is, like, if you're listening to this, like, you've already found it. Yeah, and if you... You feel me? If you a- accidentally listened to this or somehow it was recommended to you, let us know where. We'll hunt them down. Yeah. Make sure it never happens again. Yeah, no way. We shouldn't be in the recommendation. This is like a need-to-know basis. Yeah, top secret. Top secret. Uh, Richie, you put out a good video on... I don't know. It's on, it's on something. But Thanks, man. <laughs> wherever you find videos. <laughs> wherever you find videos, you got good stuff on there. Uh, and all these episodes post there. Yeah. Um, Spotify's still out there, dude. I think we're on a we're on Podcatcher. We're on a you know Overcast. I think we're on like CNN.com. Uh, Podbean. Yeah. Two beans and a pod. Uh, MySpace. Uh, my Zanga. My Zanga specifically, not Richie yeah. Zanga. 